The Devil Inside Me, Inheritance. The day we got the news that my father's melanoma came back and he had only had a short time to live brought me a small amount of joy. The doctors gave him a year to live and frankly that was far too long. I wanted him to die because I wanted my money. I wanted the money I felt he cheated me out of in the sale of the company that I had built. Although watching him suffer sucked, it was more about seeing the once proud and extremely active man being reduced to shuffling his feet and barely being able to function properly that got to me. It was pathetic to watch him waste away, and I just wanted his death over with. Before the return of my father's melanoma, we had sold our family health care business. It was sold to a national company that had been buying up complex rehab medical equipment businesses all over the country because smaller companies like ours were struggling to make it with the new Medicare changes that cut reimbursements in half. I was furious that I did not get a bigger cut of the company that I had built, especially because the sale price was way over our real value. In my heart, I knew it was because of me that everyone else got paid and our other business partner who contributed nothing to the company was just a greedy schmuck who took most of what belonged to me. I did get a payout, however, and as soon as I got the money, I had myself a party. My weekends consisted of a gram or two of cocaine up to that point, unless if I was already hammered. Then I would just go straight to the gay hookup apps looking for PNP, which means party and play, which was code for, I want meth and sex and I don't really care about much else other than the size of the piece. I love meth. I love meth because the quality was never as inconsistent as cocaine. On meth, the sex was way better and it expanded my options because with blow, I was a tad more picky and it's, I still factored in looks. Meth removed all of my standards other than caring about the sizes of the penises involved. Except now that I was an employee of this company who just bought us, meth was going to be much harder to do and get away with because of all the recovery time it took. A gram or two of blow did not really affect me much the next day, so I was always back at the gym, although it got strange at times still being in a hypersex state, going into gym saunas. Both cocaine and meth caused my perv mode to be hyperactive. It was meth that made it impossible to satisfy my cravings. My second divorce was now final and I could explore new sex buddies without having to hide it, at least from a wife. I really cared for her and I wanted to make it work, but her kids drove me crazy and I resented her for taking away the option of us having sex with other men. She was the first woman that I'd ever kind of been honest with about my sexuality, even if it was by accident. Most of the truth came out when I was on the phone with her high on crystal meth, telling her how I fantasized about her gay friends. Maybe it was an attempt to push her away, but she never went. She was always there. She had this insane amount of love for me. And at that point, it was the greatest love I'd ever met in my life. Other, th other than my mother. She loved me no matter how evil I showed her I was. When we started officially dating, we would get coke and then find some guys to come over off of Greg's list. I had a lot of fun doing this, although it felt as she wasn't really into it, which bothered me a little, 
So I would just try to get her to do more blow and drink more alcohol. Eventually, she made the decision we wouldn't be having sex with other men because she loved me too much to share me. At the point, at, the, at this time, like so many other times before, I told myself that I could be a good boy and only have sex with her. Well, that only lasted about a week or two. It didn't take long for her to catch me cheating on her when she found that I had met up with a couple guys off of an ad I made online. There was no denying it. And although I did not lie to her about what I did, I did pretend to be sorry. I had just justified my cheating due to my anger at her betrayal. I felt like I was tricked into marrying her now that I would no longer, now, now that she would no longer let me have sex with men, she tricked me. It was like a bait and switch, except instead of giving me what I want, she took away it. Josh, she cheated on you. She cheated on you from being who you really are. You can't deny who you are, Josh. Josh, pay attention to me. Josh, Josh, it's only cheating if it's a woman. It's only cheating if it's a woman. With a woman, you're at risk of falling in love, but with a man, it's just sex. It's just sex. She, she can't, she cannot give you what the, she can't take that away from you. She can't just give it to you and then take it away. This is who you are, Josh. This is who you are. That inner voice started to taunt me again. It would not shut up. I could never make it shut up unless if I fed it. Not that I was ever satisfied, but at least it left me alone for a little while. As a child, I always had these detailed visions, like movies, that would play in my mind. I never noticed them until after the first time those two guys took advantage of me. My mind started wondering, was I really taken advantage of? Here I am seeking the same experience that I had on that stormy summer day in Oklahoma City. Of course, at seven years old, I had no idea what I was doing or what had been done to me. But now... It is all I seek hunting when I'm hunting for sex. Well, that is, with the addition of a woman. Then again, if I'm doing meth, the whole woman thing becomes a mute point. I don't really care if she's there or not. I just like talking about her. The visuals were a full movie-like experience and never made sense in the present, as they always seemed to take place in the future. Years down the road, when I desired to pursue what I saw, it never seemed to become reality until years after. These sex dreams triggered an obsessive need to have it now, and it did, I did everything in my power to facilitate that. Why wait, after all? The fun of seeing escorts or massage girls was that I could make what I was dreaming of happen much, much faster. Even though I had been arrested once with what I thought was a prostitute, I still use them, even when there was a particular fantasy that I needed to happen. The vision swarmed through my mind with anticipation of the meth hitting my veins. Then a recreating the sex scenes I had imagined became my top priority. Sex with my first wife was lame, but with my second wife it was at least enjoyable. Well, it was fun when I could have other men involved or at least imagine a man was with us. Without that stimulus, performing became impossible, which is, which is always embarrassing. I just blame being tired from work, avoiding the truth that I could not be turned on by traditional lovemaking. What is love anyway? I hated her for taking 
that away from me. I hated her for taking away sex exploration, and now she is gone. I didn't even try to stop her after, after she caught me cheating for the second time. She caught me while I was at peak high searching for other people to have sex with. I was so geeked out on Crystal that I could not stop hunting for sex with strangers right in front of her. Her goodbye consisted of writing whore and faggot and all other, all other kinds of things on the, the, the bathroom mirror with lipstick. She was a special person and one of the kindest, most beautiful souls I had ever met. I tried to warn her about me. I tried to warn her that when we first dated, but she didn't listen. I showed her all sides of me, all but the one I could use and that I, I, would do, I would use to cause her the most pain. I tried to warn her. I tried to. No, I tried to warn her. I tried to. No one seemed to listen when I revealed who I really was. I guess they, could, I guess they thought they could fix me. <laughs> they could fix me. <laughs> they think they can fix me. <laughs> She's gone now. And now I can be me. I thought. After the divorce was final, I ran into an ex while out and about with friends on Christmas Eve. It did not take long for that old connection to, between us to ignite. I always felt safe with her. Seeing her again that night reminded me of why I liked her so much when we dated before. I broke up with her back when saying, <laughs> I told her I wasn't mentally fit to be in a relationship anymore, only to get married a month later to my second ex-wife. Although I had no business being in a relationship, I needed her friendship because I had a greater need of wanting to stop hiding. I had always dreamed and prayed to God for a woman that I could just be me with. Since we had sex during our last relationship, being friends with benefits was an easy practice to fall into. There were no strings, and I felt safe being honest about the debauchery, drug-fueled sex parties I wanted to bring her into. I was done hiding. I was convinced this time and was sure that God had brought, me, brought her to me so that I could finally be me. I had cheated on every woman I had dated or been married to with men, women, and sometimes I wasn't sh quite sure which. I found refuge in her and she seemed to love my dark side, almost like she encouraged it. At least she never told me no, never told me to stop or that I was going too far. Because there were no boundaries, and I, I kept pushing the limits of how high I could get and how much raunchy sex we could have together. She, had she tried to stop me, I would have just cut her out of my life. My need for her felt like I had become a heroin addict, must feel when they need another fix, just so they don't feel sick. That became my dependency on her. I was addicted to pleasure seeking with her far more than I had ever been without her. She had been the object of all of my fantasies. She helped me recreate my childhood nightmares in a way I felt safe, making that what once brought me pain <laughs> now brought me pleasure. So many people in the past put up boundaries with me, but I always found ways to knock them down, almost like it was a game, <laughs> one that I loved to play. She never tried to set boundaries with me, and I was grateful for that because there was no time being wasted. We just went straight to the fun. 
with her encouragement and my, gr my growing desire to stop hiding, I became more bold in my pleasure-seeking. I knew I had something special with her early in our re reconnection when I asked her what her fantasy was. She told me she had always desired two men. <laughs> two men. And that was my opening to be honest with her about what I wanted. It brought me great confidence when I started to push the envelope sexually and I had no more fear in expressing what I wanted. She did not bat an eye and one day while high on meth I texted her a video of what I was doing with my friend and she immediately came over. <sighs> Our bond felt unbreakable after that day and I felt like God had answered my prayer and fulfilled the desire that I had always dreamed of. The scenario I hunted for wished for had finally come true i found a woman i could love and share with other men is this the love that i've been looking for once i received my inheritance a gram or two became an eight ball or two hooking up with strange men became multiple men multiple times a night and there she was right there with me each and every time this oh yes this is the love that I have always been looking for.